Hey everybody, this is Justin, and I'm here with Denisha, and you are listening to Season 3 of the Focus On Me Podcast. How you doing, buddy? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) And they expect you to ask that question. Well, so... Well, we've—I know it's been a while. Um, we have, uh, in some ways, been MIA, but we have been very, very much so busy, and um, we've had a lot going on, which is why we have not been able to be on with you guys as much as we have we would have liked to have been. But uh, which kind of leads us to our first topic of our first show, which is this one here, and you can let them know, buddy knows. <laughs> well, so it's your that original question was how am I? I'm fine. I'm doing good today. Glad. Um, it's a Sunday here. It's 91 degrees. Too hot for the world. So excited. So grateful. Um, and some of the things that have happened since our last episode um, include uh, we've had a lot of loss. Yes had some difficult days and um, one of the primary losses that we have faced was the loss of my father Um, and so as you all can imagine whenever you're dealing with something as monumental as that even outside of all of the logistics of having to think about um, you know someone's transition especially during a pandemic because you know even though it's 91 degrees here it's summer it feels great that happened back in february and, and the pandemic was still very much um yeah and it's not that it's gone away but things are on the upswing with the vaccine and um you know cases declining and things starting to go back to what we knew before i won't call it normal but what we knew before 2020 so um it's hard to say goodbye to someone at any point but definitely when you're dealing with all of those barriers and then also just the emotional toll that loss takes on you so that has a lot to do with where we have been still you know having to work still having to do daily operations of everything sometimes it's easy for things to go to the back burner and so but we're back um so with that in mind we wanted to actually talk about you know grief and what happens in a marriage what happens in relationships when we have grief and loss so um that's that's the topic of today's podcast so um for those of you who don't know it and i don't know if we've ever spoken about this in some of our other episodes but you lost your mother yes about in 2013 so about seven well Almost eight years. Eight, eight years. years yeah, eight years sure. ago, and then again, me losing my father this year. Um, maybe I'll throw the first question out to you just to think about how do you think that loss impacts your current relationship and maybe even the relationship that you were in before? So I think uh, first, the first thing I definitely will say is any loss shows you how mortal we all are Mm -hmm. and how even if you know um someone's sick and i don't like my mother she was very very sick 
but she was also one every time you turn around she may have been sick but she's bouncing right back so as much sickness as she had in her she always had that much bounce back so even though it was always a possibility of losing her it never really sunk in that we might actually lose her so that mortalness that tangible and realizing like wait they're actually not here now that really makes you look at your life and see where you see where you are see what makes you think about what you're in um whether it's in relationships as in like a you know, you know marriage you know boyfriend girlfriend whatever the, the title is or even friendship relationships it really makes you think about those relationships and what they're actually doing are they do they have substance um is it just a title in title form only or in this end is it a shell or does is it something that's sticking is it something that has some uh stability or you know is it something that can be sustained and will be sustained and is going to be something helpful through your your mourning process I know I, I know there were people that were there for me, friends, very close friends that were there for me during that during that particular time. Obviously, my, my, my immediate family was really we, we were obviously we got a little more tight knit than we were at the time. Um, you know, I know even following that, like my, my father and my um, one of my brothers, we got even closer than what we already were. So it, it made it definitely. Um, the loss definitely made us again look at the, the you know, how easy this could happen. You know that someone can just as quick as they're here, they could be gone, and it really made I don't know for me it made me really it was almost like a gut check, and it really made me look at look at relationships and everything totally different, um, especially on the weight with the weight of them. The weight of the relationship. What is this relationship something that's even worth holding on to? Is it something that's is it something that's even is it something that's literally bringing me life or not? You know, that's those are those are many things that were going on within me and like the struggle within me during that like in the in the immediate um, aftermath of it and um, you know throughout time and I mean I have I have my own times even now where you know I you know because obviously no matter what which parent it is if you have a good relationship with them you're gonna miss them mm-hmm. and there are gonna be times where you where you you know something comes up and you're like oh you, it's gonna make you want to call like oh man like I really wish and these are there are moments that you want to share did you um, answer my question I think so I don't think you did I did <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did I was- no, you kind of talked a lot about broad relationships. So let's bring it in. Like, what do you think, like, that loss, what was the impact of that loss on your current relationship? Marriage. Not well, like I, you said, I, a lot of girlfriend, like boyfriend, then? friendships. No. Yeah. So that, what it this made me do. This is season three, y'all. Listen, <laughs> what, it made, what it made me do was it really made, so that, what it did for me then, it made me, I, I did actually answer the question to realize it. You were listening. No, I was listening. I, <laughs> you just took us through the mulberry bush. Well, you already know I gotta grab you by the hand and carry you on the way. We but, just, we walk. We walk through life together. <laughs> so I but but what what it did was it made me reevaluate everything. Mm-hmm. Really to see like what the support level really was mm-hmm. for me. And 
you know, outside of, like I said, outside of some close friends and my immediate family, the, the next closest one aside from that was actually one of my children that really helped me more so through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about uh, a couple of things. One, as a trauma consultant and trainer and therapist, one of the things we talk about with what the definition of trauma is. Um, kind of a basic hashtagable definition of trauma is any event where your internal resources and your external supports are not enough to manage. I'll explain that a little further, actually using loss and death as um, an example. So when I was seven, yeah, it was after second grade, so I think I was seven, my parents separated. And um, that was like the end of their relationship for the most part. And I remember being seven and at the end of the year, we'd have like a school picnic where you go to like the local amusement park or whatever. Mm -hmm. And pretty much what I remember while we were gone, like my uncles moved us out of the house. Like we didn't really know there was, you know, looking back 30 something years later, we can absolutely see where there probably should have been some conversations that should have been had and helping us understand what was happening. But I just remember moving to a new space and I think getting caught up in the joy of going to the amusement park kind of helped with that but I remember during the summer taking a nap and I dreamed that my dad had died now at seven I can't remember ever going to like a cemetery or a funeral even Mm -hmm. I think it was just probably what I saw on tv right but in my dream we were at the cemetery my dad was dead and my mom came riding up on a motorcycle with this other man and literally, I woke up from my nap with literal tears running down my face because I had been crying in my sleep right. while I was in that nap. And there's a lot we can unpack there, but we won't. And to any of our listeners who are, you know, mental health professionals or just curious people, mm-hmm. I'm sure you're thinking about a lot of different things that could be unpacked in that space, right, right. which we won't today. But um, flash forward to 41 when my father actually did die and a little different than yours you know your like you spoke about your mom having a lot of bounce back and having a lot of sickness mm-hmm. and times when there was you know seemingly close to death that wasn't really my dad's story he had a lot of ailments um probably uh maybe 10 to 15 years before that he had a round of cancer prostate cancer but you know the lord healed him from that so it wasn't something that was expected beyond the fact that he was almost 81 Mm -hmm. so what does this have to do with trauma and what's the definition that i'm trying to explain here the definition is when you have an event that your internal resources and your external supports are not enough to manage i think about what it would have been like at seven to literally have lost my father then Mm -hmm. right So internal resources, your character, your education, your personality traits, your temperament, those are all internal things. Your your intelligence, your education, those are internal resources. External supports, friends, family, bank account, um, jobs, insurance, all those things. So at seven, or when you think about a person being young, there's not a lot of 
internal support. You don't know a lot about the life, about right, the world. Right. You don't know not about life. Right. You know, you're a kid. You're a kid. All you know is what you know, seemingly probably through life lessons from your family, television, media, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When you're seven, all of your supports are generally external. You know, you might have a little piggy bank, or you might have a few little dollars saved up from whatever mm-hmm. somebody gave you for your birthday presents, but you don't have the ability to take care of yourselves. You depend on those people. So when those things happen, definitely the younger we are, the less supports we have internally and externally. Mm -hmm. And then when we're older, if the same thing happens, I know life would have been completely different for me if I had lost my father when I was seven. Mm -hmm. Losing him at 41 was devastating and painful but I had more internal resources and external supports. Here's where I bring my point all the way home. When you think about relationships, like relationship being one of those external support for our conversation, marriage, partners being external supports and how that can make or break the loss. I know I've said this to you even just the other day when we were you know, on vacation, I remember saying to you like, I know that I would not have been able to make it through that situation if it hadn't been for you. Right. Like, you know, what would have been like to lose my parent in a single state? And it's interesting because daddy used to always ask all the time, you know, once he, once we got married, he would always ask like, you like being married? I mean, almost at least once a week, if not <laughs> once a week, every two months. And I know how happy he was that we were together because he would say he would always talk about how when he dies when he dies when he dies Mm -hmm. but he'd always say you know you have somebody who can hug you up when you're crying and you have somebody who can be there for you which I think is again the wisdom that comes from understanding the power of relationship when we have loss because how important it is for us to be there for each other when even though I knew your mom and I knew when your mom passed away, we weren't in this level of relationship. But even since we've been married, you know, Mother's Day or her birthday or just any random day Mm -hmm. when you're having, you know, you're feeling the impact of that loss, you being there when I experienced that loss, how valuable that is to just making it through the emotions that come with the loss. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, I think one of the biggest things, it's a commitment by way of support. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, I, we, we've talked about this before, that how commitment can trump different things. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's kind of a decision to be committed. Mm-hmm. And I think that commitment through support, I think, uh, for, well, at least for, from what I've experienced, even with you um, and how you have treated me and how you have taken care of me in these, it, it, you know, throughout loss or, 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 or times of, of feeling lost. I can even even go as far as saying that. Um, I think to me that sh- it, it it's a very important and very, very critical, um, you know, component because I think that kind of shows more so than anything else it shows the i guess the depth of like your relationship and it shows uh, for lack of a better term the meat like it's like that's the meatiness of it it's that's the thick of it it's it's where you know where you know all the smiles and and goofiness 
can't be there at the moment because you know that's not time. It's not time for that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's really kind of like where the rubber meets the road. Mm-hmm. It's where you really get to see if that person, how that person's love can be displayed in the time of tragedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is something I wanted to bring into the conversation. I'm glad you said that. It's um, a scripture from Ecclesiastes chapter four verses 9 through 12 and I think it really speaks to that heart of what we're talking about or want to talk about today um, verse 9 says two are better than one because a good return comes when two work together verse 10 if one of them falls the other can help him up but who will help the pitiful person who falls down alone? Isn't that sad? That's tragic, that, that's right? That's sad. When you, when you, the, pitiful <laughs> the pitiful person. person. Not just the person, but the pitiful and person. And this is from the voice translation. Um, verse 11 says, In the same way, if two lie down together, they can keep each other warm. But how will the one who sleeps alone stay warm against the night? I remember when I was singing, I'm like, Lord, now you said two was better than one. (laughs) And for these reasons, and one of the reasons I love the summertime and love the heat. And you always say, I'm moving down south. So I'm like, if I'm going to be alone, at least don't want to have to be cold. (laughs) Well, you ain't cold. You sure ain't going to be cold. It ain't cold, but at least 91 degrees up here. I'm happy. But I used to seriously be like, if I got to be alone, I'm at least going to go somewhere where it's hot. Because the scripture said, like, I'm like, Lord, you said it's, if it's cold, you you just on your own, right? Ain't enough down comforters in the world. <laughs> Weighted blankets. Right. And verse 12 says, and if one person is vulnerable to attack, two can drive the attacker away. As the saying goes, a rope made of three strands is not quickly broken. And I think, again, the wisdom that Solomon is sharing in this, this passage is just the importance of a partner, the importance of companionship, the importance of relationship in our context, again, marriage, relationships, romantic relationships. And I think that that was something that I, I appreciate the experience of that. And like we were saying before, I can't imagine what like to, if my father had died, so we got married in 18, if he had died in 17, it had been a tragedy, right? right? You know, that reality. And I know that. I know that for myself because I know what it's like to have other people to pass away, to have other losses. And yet family's there for the moment or we're all together. Mm-hmm. You flying for the funeral or you go wherever. And then you got to still go back to your world right, right. without that level of support. And, you know, one of the things that helped me to navigate that was absolutely the additional support of our friends and family and mm-hmm. loved one and I mean we had so much support and solidarity and still do to this moment I'm grateful for that but even just being able to you know instantly call you and you'd be like I'll be home in 15 minutes and just from start to finish and I know I was super clingy and super like oh, but you know um, what it was okay but I, I just I know mean, it was like such a good thing to be able to do that to not have to figure it out and especially being the executor of his you know advanced directives and all those kinds of things like having to constantly deal with all of that but having a partner with you you know especially like if you brought the mail in the house and you can see something's in the mail like let me stay kind of close because I know once this letter 
my shit was this letter, there's gonna be, you know, right, thoughts of this, you. or just whatever it is, and just, you know, I, I'm praying for everyone who wants a spouse, everyone who's having difficulty in their relationships with spouses or partners, because this the scripture is true. Two are better than one. Yes. Because, you know, and I remember at whatever point asking you, because you and dad had a good relationship, but I remember asking you, like, how are you about this? Because you were so attentive to how I was doing that I didn't even really con- connect that you were probably feeling. And if not necessarily just about my father, but what it might bring up for you about your mother slash thoughts about your father potentially mm-hmm. transitioning. You know, and I just think that that's the reality that there's a good return on that investment. So again, praying for couples everywhere and praying for relationships that they would be strengthened so that way when the day comes because my dad used to always say if you know something is coming the best thing you can just prepare for because you know he was telling us he was going to die for the last 25 years mm-hmm. anyway literally right. and he would always say just if you know what's coming just get ready for it but you're never ready for it never <laughs> but when never. it happens to know that you have a spouse a mate a partner who is in that in it with you you know i so appreciate your boss because he was like don't worry about it you take care of her and you you, i think if it was wednesday best but you didn't go back to work till like that next monday and it was interesting because even that monday i'm like what am i gonna do when he go back to work like i didn't know what i do everything all the time anyway right right? but in my mind i'm like "Uh uh-oh this is gonna be (laughs) so different and even people are like well we know he's going back to work so we're gonna check on you but that that partnership is paramount and helps you to navigate those hard times, right? Because even when you say your vows, and I'm gonna stop talking here in a second, like they talk about sickness and health till death do you part, right? For better or worse. It's not always the thing that happens to you that is the better or the worse. Right, it right. can be the thing that's happening in your family. Mm-hmm. It can be the thing that's happening and those things affect each other mm-hmm. and being able to stand with each other when those things are happening so my father your mother your uncle my cat like whatever the thing is how do we stand with each other and really the value of two being better than one so if you're cold you be warm if somebody coming against you you know you got a partner in the right, right. you know like if we fall down i can help you up you can help me up that is such an important thing. And as we focus on relationships, just again, not want to encourage people, don't throw away your relationship because it's, it has so much value. And it's, sometimes it's easy to be like, shoot, I don't need that. Yes, you do. Yeah. Well, you know, so it's, it's one thing I wanted to kind of add to it was one, when you were reading the, that last part about the whole, the, the last part, um, I kind of stuck out as well was a three strand. Mm-hmm. And like, I, and I, I kind of remember like it being taught as that third strand being God, mm-hmm. and I think it's important to even stress how that being the center, still the centerpiece, mm-hmm. be that still being the third, whether he's the first, second, or third strand, whichever strand he want to be in there. Mm-hmm. If he wants to be that middle strand to hold the the, the one and two strand together. That is very important because having that having a three strong rather than two strong mm-hmm. is even better. And I don't mean entanglement, but I mean 
You right, know, we don't need that. We're, third not, we're not party. talking about a third party <laughs> entanglement. We're talking about that third party being God, a third party being the the supplier of the strength, the source of the strength, the source of where we get everything we need from. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important just to kind of stress that as well, um, because without that, me. I wouldn't be able to be a support without his strength mm-hmm. and even his guidance and wisdom mm-hmm. in how to go about handling you during that situation mm-hmm. um, and vice versa. Like you, I, I, I know you would not know how to deal with me when I'm in a different state of grieving or in a state of mourning or you know either or when or without rather the guidance of the Holy Spirit or mm-hmm. the guidance of God. So, yeah, um, that's absolutely a great point to think about the third fold, the third core of being God. But even literally, that scripture is saying that two are better than one, and add a third person is even stronger. Right. Again, not from an entanglement, not right. from an infidelity, adultery, but I think it's a great place to introduce other people in your community, your community, yeah. right? Because just like we were saying, you know, there were people you reached out to. I reached out to and instantly they showed up, Mm -hmm. you know, they showed up with support from all over the country, from right here locally to us with food, bringing things, being present, cards, texts, posts, whatever, you know, that's that third chord. That's that the more people we have and sadly enough, a lot of times in our lives, we build walls instead of tables. Right, and if we are intentional, even as couples in marriage and relationships, to build tables, particularly with other people, because just like when you have a wedding, people show up as witnesses to your right, union, right. and usually, you know, the minister will charge the the people who are attending mm-hmm. to pray, to be there, to support, to encourage, to love the couple, and to help them make this journey. And so, you know, that threefold cord, adding more people particular people who you know we talked in our other uh, podcasts about people who value relationship and marriages Mm -hmm. people who value and respect this covenant of marriage like making sure that you surround people who when the times get hard aren't gonna be like girl shoot you know you can leave him man shoot i wouldn't take that get out of there like but people that would encourage you to keep the marriage intact People that will encourage you to focus on a healthy relationship. And now you were wrong. Go back and apologize or go listen again. Maybe you try and tell her again, try Mm -hmm. and tell him again. That threefold quarter, adding more people to the community really helps to strengthen that bond. Because if, as the scripture tells us, if one person put a thousand to flight, then two can put 10,000. The math keeps getting even big if just by numbers of math three should be a hundred thousand mm-hmm. four and some i'm gonna right. lose it if i keep trying to count yeah, last lose. but we, we, get, we got where you go <laughs> in that, that space really do bring in support and the undergirding that will help you even in those tough times of loss uh i want i want to bring out one more point around this idea of loss um, so we were fortunate that, you know, our, our marriage was steady and healthy when, when we had this most recent loss. But I'm thinking about people who aren't there, but then the loss actually becomes the point where healing starts. And we're going back to our TV couples here. Remember on Blackish when, um, Dre and Bo were 
struggling yeah. and he had moved out mm-hmm. and they were looking like you know they were just fighting yeah. and fighting and fighting and they were looking like they were going to end up you know getting a divorce mm-hmm. and it wasn't until her father died that's right that's that right. brought them back together mm-hmm. and i think again that shows the power of two because you know, they weren't talking, they weren't fighting. Right. He was trying to do all the little romantic stuff from before. She wasn't catching it. She was trying to do the things. He wasn't catching it. It wasn't until she called him, you know, broken down on right. the phone and said he's gone. And he was like, ooh. And she was like, my dad. And he went to be right. there for her. Mm-hmm. But it opened up the door for reconciliation, for reconciliation and healing. And I think it kind of, you know, bringing it back full circle to where you started with when you have those losses, it really does put things in perspective mm-hmm. around what's important. It absolutely does. You know, where am I going to keep putting my energy? Where am I going to stop wasting energy? Mm-hmm. Am I going because they were, you know, trying to remodel their house and all that right. kind of stuff. Are we going to keep fighting about what kind of sinks or not? Kind of tile. Yeah. You know, and just really looking at what's important. And so how loss can be a great opportunity to really think like, are we still going to be mad about what happened seven years ago? Right. Life is short, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible says life is but a vapor. It, it goes as quickly as it comes. It and so how do we actually live in today, love each other in today, and celebrate life together? Because two are better than one. Yep. <laughs> and just kind of like I know we're about to end, so I was thinking what made, what, when you said live, love, celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> that progressive commercial. That progressive commercial. No fussing. No cussing. No back talking. talking. So, you know, you, it's, it's it, but it, but even though it, it, it is a uh, saying and stuff, it's a very uh, telling thing, though, to for it to be that exactly mm-hmm. so so it's it's, it's, um, it's important and again I, I'll, I've said to you personally but in this public space I just want to uh, honor you and thank you for the way that you stood with me and my family as we um, handled for the first time in our immediate family mm-hmm. a loss that my immense of course we've had cousins and you know, uh, aunts and uncles, grandparents, et cetera, et cetera. But most of those passed away way before I was even born. But just that reality, like this is the first time. I mean, you never know how it's going to affect you and, and, and impact you and change you. But, you know, I appreciate you being one of the resources and one of the reasons why it was not as traumatic as it could have been, why it was not as shattering as is it was it impactful yes was it hard yes is it still something to keep you know trying to figure out and work your way through as you have those first yes but i i know that if it wasn't for god putting us together before that happened right, right. then i know it would have been a totally different reality and so again in this space to our listening audience i want them to hear me honor and appreciate and thank you for the way that you uh, stood with me and continue to stand with me through that loss and so for anybody who's listening if you're thinking about 
uh, do you want to keep <laughs> doing this? I just want to remind you, two are better than one. And if you're listening, like, I know that's why I don't have, I'm, I'm upset that I don't have one. Just know that we're praying for you. We're believing for God's best for you and in your life. And, um, you know, keep hope alive. Because <laughs> even if it's later in life than you want it, don't, don't. There's a reason for it. Exactly. And, and God knows. And so um, we're standing with you. We love you. Thanks for checking out this episode. And we'll uh, catch you on the next one. Take care. Take care.